All right, well, welcome back, everybody, to another segment of uh, Harry and Joe today. Um, we, like, Joe and I were talking about this. And we're going to just call it Mojo. <laughs> and so last Mojo. time, I, I thought I thought calling it uh, two guys talking. Yeah, yeah, okay, sounds good. We'll call it that too. Depends on the day. We'll just call it whatever we want. Um, but um, we wanted to just kind of um, continue about making relationships extraordinary. And we kind of went through the first five pillars. And what we want to do is go through the last five today. And in comparison as to what a relationship is, how do we just actually make it extraordinary? So with number six, Joe, um, um, let's see, six is, sorry, buddy, who loves who more? And how does my love impact my partner? Yeah. Well, what we're trying to do, Harry, with these uh, pillars and principles, because I, one of the things I want to help couples really do and people that are either looking to seek out relationships or be in a relationship um, is to have a contrast, right? But we have to have um, one of the things that I really impress upon people, if they want to have an extraordinary relationship, they have to have a set of principles, a shared context, language, tools, resources. Another way of thinking about love and sex and attachment and relationship stuff to make it more conscious, right? So I want to, I want to make sure we're, we're really giving people these tools because, um, when they have these tools, they can really break through the upper limit barriers that may have stopped them from uh, really having what they want. And sometimes we just need some help, a little guidance, a little our tribe or community, uh, some resourcing, whatever it is. So yeah. um, we talked about the first five pillars, which were, uh, they can go back and, and go through. But the next uh, five pillars that we're going to talk about, number six is, like you just introduced, is making that contrast between um, who loves who more versus, which is, or how does giving my love impact my partner? So the idea of who loves who more, in an ordinary relationship, Harry, um, there's often this unevenness in balance of love, right? One partner usually loves the other more and recreating the story of the lover and the beloved, right? And that's kind of a, uh, or the teacher and the student. And, and when you start noticing that, Harry, when you have a teacher, student, parent, child, the lover, beloved, the, uh, you start noticing there's something about that's uneven, right? Or you get into the hero, the rescuer, the victim, uh, and then it gets, then it really gets messy, because then you get into the sinner and the saint, all of these one up, one down, uneven relationship dynamics that uh, come often have that yo-yo or this push and pull dynamic, where one partner is constantly, let's say, running away, and the other per person is trying to close the gap. Right. So we talked about the different attachment styles: the wave and the avoidant, the island the pursuer, the withdrawer. So instead of looking for evidence of love, of who's loved or unloved, we who's want to be able to- more, yeah. Yeah, who's loved more. But it's, it's, it is best, even though it's really difficult to find this balance where each partner loves the other the same amount so that neither is trying to create is creating or closing this distance between people, right? We, we talked about that a lot before in our attachment stuff, right? Yeah. So, so in an extraordinary relationship, 
you forget to measure how much love you're receiving from your partner. So it's impossible to create that experience of one loving the other more, right? Instead of, let's say, looking for evidence, okay, scanning, looking for evidence of love or being unloved or because extraordinary partners, Harry, look at the effect of their own love on their partner. So what that means is how does my love impact you? Taking, I use a statement all the time, taking charge of your love, which means you're really looking at how can I take charge of that, express my love in a way that's most beneficial and have the positive possible effects that we want to have, that infinite realm of possibility. Instead of focusing on who moves toward who and focus you know, uh, on how much you give and giving your love uh, and how your love can benefit and enhance your partner, right? Because with love, true love is really about the betterment of the other person. It's more altruistic. Does that make sense? That, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. yeah, because it's easy, like in relationships, you know, you, you're in a relationship, you, end, <clears throat> you, you know, you get in a fight, let's say, or a dispute, and when you hear one person saying, I did this, or you don't yeah. do that, and you do that one up, one down thing, and you feel like that person I'm saying, I loved you more pretty much, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, then we get into this comparison, right? This yeah. comparison game. And comparison is, it's the root of suffering, Harry, because we're always comparing, you know, one up, one down. You did this, I did that. It's tit for tat, this for that. It's, you know, quid pro quo. It's all this stuff. Now, the energy exchange has got to be fair and balanced. I mean, if you're in a lopsided relationship, you know, obviously that's not going to be fair if you get one person who's always showing up and contributing and, you know, doing all that stuff. Uh, and there's not the energy. You know what I mean by energy exchange? That it's no, tell kind me, of a, tell me. It, well, energy exchange is, um, it, it's again, it's, it's when we're in love, there's, there's positive, it's a positive energizing synergy that can really help a couple grow, right? While we're both contributing to the relationship, right? When yeah. we're both in it, it's two powerful people showing up, contributing, adjusting, meeting each other's needs and doing their part to make sure that the energy, otherwise it's kind of like the watermark, right? If you, the watermark, the relationship is like, say, uh, we talked about the temperature, but the watermark is say, you want it at a 10, right? You want to have the ultimate relationship, right? Yeah. But if you got one person, but you can get into these exchanges where one person's showing up at a 10, the other one's at a one. So the, the watermark goes down to a two, a five or something. And that doesn't necessarily work out either. But when we get into comparisons, then you get into trouble, right? Because yeah. who loves who more rather than how can I love more and how can I love my partner more? Does oh, that so make sense? Key. Yeah, so key. So yeah, key. yeah. yeah we, we can't do that in relationships, that's for sure. I <laughs> know. Yeah, that's good. All so right. Um, we're going to look yeah, this next one I really love. And it's, it's, it's the idea that uh, the, the, the uh, kind of a ordinary relationship looks at how good can outweigh the bad versus in an extraordinary relationship, Harry, the bad is access to more good. So what do we mean by that? There are good parts of the relationship and there are bad parts, right? There are good yeah. things you love about your partner. And then there's yeah. bad things you just, brr, you kind of grr through, you know? Yeah. And maybe so, it's so simplistic. I mean, it's just saying I, everyone has bad, but I'm saying I love the good more than the bad, but you're making this so much more amazing. Yeah, that's right. 
But in ordinary, you, you may say in an ordinary relationship, you maybe say the, the sex is great, but the conversation isn't very stimulating. Or maybe you feel loved and supported, but you're not stretched and challenged to be the best version of your future version of yourself. Right. Um, so focusing as much as possible on extending the good and doing what you can to make the bad parts tolerable. Okay. So you can move on as quickly as possible back to what's good. So in a good relationship, the good outweighs the bad. Okay. Now that sounds kind of okay, but guess what, Harry? That's just ordinary. Yeah. That's, that's just what people do, right? And you, you, normal people would think that is positive thinking. That is, yeah. <laughs> but we want to make it more extraordinary. But if we want to, if we want to up level, Harry, as yeah. we've been talking about every single episode, all right. If people are going to really get it into their head, into their heart, moving from their head to the heart, you want to have something that's really exceptional. And it, and here's the idea: is that the bad is access to more good. So in extraordinary relationships, we're going to view the relationship as a crucible for transformation. Because you've heard what I said before in my first couple episodes that we talked about, my bias is that we are broken in relationship and we're healed in and through the context of relationship. And relationship is the vehicle. It's the crucible for trans our own personal transformation. Yeah. So any aspect of relationship that brings out, let's say, the bad, um, it in you allows both you and your partner to see and heal your blind spots, right? This is really the hard work because whatever shows up on the path and practice, Harry, of love, right? Whatever's showing up in that moment, it's more of an opportunity for me to open my heart, okay? The courage to love, the courage to be brave in love and to be fearless is to open my heart and love that person more whenever it's being revealed. Now we're not talking about, here's one caveat because people ask me all this time, all, this, all the time. Does this include loving person with addict, you know, uh, abuse? No. Uh, infidelity, adultery? No. Okay. The, <laughs> you can love them from a distance, but you can't be in a relationship with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> other yeah. addictions? Okay. I love you. Go get help. Come back. Yes, I love you. But you gotta, you gotta realize. I'm, so I'm not saying there are certain times where you have to have boundaries, but I'm not talking about that. Just to have a caveat. Okay, but every time, let's say, supposedly a natural negative interaction occurs, an extraordinary partner uses the container, Harry, of the relationship to unlock new ways of being that not only heal each other, but create new realms of possibility and fulfillment in the relationship and in life. Does that make sense? Awesome. Yeah, that makes great sense. Go right. ahead. Go ahead. Keep All going. Right. So we're going. Wait, wait, wait. So let me ask you this before we move on to the next one. So when you say bad is access to more good, can you give give us an example of a, of a prime way to do that? Well, yeah. I mean, let's say that um, someone, you know, let's say your partner is, uh, you know, chronically late. I mean, they're pro maybe their 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 personality is more free and loose, and maybe they don't show up for appointments when they say they're going to show up, right? Right, okay. <laughs> you know, or they have a perpetual pattern of something, right? Yeah. There's an opportunity for you to open your heart more to love that person more and find, because there's so many other qualities that they have, you know, but finding more good. So what else is good about them being late? What could be going on, you know, instead of judging them or comparing or whatever? Does that make sense? Sure, sure, so, sure. Yeah. So there's always there's always things like that that we can uh, can evaluate and look at. So um, so Harry, we're gonna do 
we're going to go through the next uh, couple really fast, and then we're going to come back to these a little bit or later. Um, number eight is asking, am I happy versus asking, am I extraordinary? So um, a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of people in relationship go, am I happy? You know, in an ordinary relationship, we begin to evaluate our relationship and our partner by asking ourselves, am I happy? And if the answer is yes, then the relationship's working. You know, but if the answer is no, then you look at the problem with the relationship that's causing your unhappiness. And if the answer is no, too often, then the relationship is probably not working out. So that's kind of an ordinary type of thing. But extraordinary is how am I showing up? Because we always talk about if you want to have the one, you have to be the one. And you have to do the things to have the one, right? So it might be extraordinary. So if we evaluate the relationship in ourselves by asking, how am I showing up here? If the answer is, if I being extraordinary, yes, then praise your partner for helping to create the environment that's allowing you to flourish, right? Got it. Yeah, because you're both Got in this it. dance. So if the answer is no, you're willing to give up a day of happiness, comfort, or safety in exchange for growth. Okay, remember I said before, you can only choose, do you want a safe relationship or do you want a growing relationship? Again, I want to set a caveat. We're not talking about aggression, violence, abuse, neglect, you know, all the, the harmful stuff. I'm talking just having a bad day. Because a lot of people, they take a bad five minutes and milk it for all day. Or they take a bad day and they milk it for the whole, like the whole relationship sucks. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know they're doing nothing to make it better. You know, That's when you run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and your partner, you know, when you're in extraordinary love, that might not always look like kind words of encouragement, but you can, you can begin to trust your partner's motivation when they have, right. when they're able to see that, say the present perfection in your person, your partner, that present perfection is seeing all that good stuff. Right. And you may have a future vision or future version, right? You got the, the real and you got the ideal. And then there's this gap between the real and the ideal, these two parts. Right. So as a couple, the real is, you know, the parts that you're trying to grow and then you have the gap, the frustration gap, and then you got to move through that, right? So you're holding on to that space with both and. But, you know, and again, learning to trust and they're willing to give up their own, we're able to give up our own comfort for a period of time and safety to be in service of our own de development. Does that make sense? Makes That's sense. hard to do. <laughs> that 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 is hard to do and, and that's something that you got it's a continual practice for sure that's right that's right all right man number nine number nine we're looking at um caretaker for my wounded child versus i mean claiming for my healthy child ah yeah right well a lot of us we look we get into a relationship and expect our partner to learn your triggers and sensitivities and stay clear of them and well, we're walking on eggshells around them and eventually caretaking your wound because you want that partner to be a caretaker for that wounded kid inside, right? A lot of us do. Like, oh, don't go there. Don't go. Well, no one wants to be a partner to play mommy or daddy, right? Yeah. You, know, um, you know, that's not my goal or task here all, all the time. But, you know, one way you do that, you know, that your love is that your partner takes care not to do the things that they know bother you or make you uncomfortable. You know, that sounds right. Okay. But that's ordinary relationship, right? Yeah. 
So in a extraordinary type of relationship, you're really developing a a container, a a playground, if you will, a playmate for each other's healthy child. So the joy and wonder of your healthy inner child gets to come out and play, right? And the innocence, the open-hearted part, the pre-wounded child in you that hasn't learned so many limiting beliefs begins to gain a playmate to be silly with, to play with, you know, to explore new worlds with, to go travel, to explore, to you know, to feel the idealistic again, to feel the pure love, right? Which is awesome. Awesome. But if there's historical pain or trauma that comes up, each partner helps the other by repair, to reparent themselves and they sit as a witness and supporter for the internal job of remembering who you are, whole, complete, and enough, right? And to remind us of that, right? To see that future vision, to hold that future version of your partner in your hands, right? As you as you celebrate that person, yeah, that got sense? it. Yep, that yeah. makes great sense. That's awesome stuff to achieve. Yep. All right, man. Number ten. Um, and our last one. Yeah. Yeah. Going from ordinary, from partner so- softens my fears to becoming extraordinary, where the partner helps you face your fears. Right. Well, we all have dragons, right? We all have these dragons, these past experiences, these vulnerabilities, sensitivities from the past. And when they have us le- have us dangling over the cliff, Harry, yeah. like the, the dragon is, you're, you're just dangling, you get the hair and the wind in your face and the panic and the fear and all that stuff that comes with that, right? In an ordinary relationship, we typically, you know, seek a partner out to console you and protect you from the things that scare you most in life. And we make them responsible for our dragon. <laughs> you know, and your relationship, you know, they want that relationship to be a safe haven for you to fade or even hide from your worst fears about even yourself, the world. Life, and that's yeah. so normal. That's yeah, like a normal think- relationship, isn't it? Like everybody thinks that that partner's supposed to do that. Yeah. And, and that's important. I mean, I think there's times for that. And if your partner doesn't share these fears, they can protect you by standing out front and handling them for you, right? That's kind of the ordinary type of relationship. Now, should we do that? Can we do that? Absolutely. If you, however, if you want to go through and break through the upper limit barrier, yeah. here's a different pillar that they have to stand on, right? right? Give it to us. And, Give it to us. And that partner is helping you face your dragon, help you face your fear, right? And that partner comes alongside you, stands beside you, helping you to lean into your fears, an extraordinary partner feels the discomfort with you as a container and then express it and it feels it and sees the courage in you to face the fears you never thought you could, right? So this expands the sandbox or the playground of what you can play with in your life to also include things that you were formerly afraid of and, there, and therefore really expand your very definition of yourself in the process. So all those things are really, really positive. And these are our... Uh, our um, our ten pillars, Harry, of uh, moving it from an ordinary to extraordinary, extraordinary relationship, and this takes time. This takes experience. This takes community and tribe, and getting in with other like-minded people uh, that share your uh, that share your 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 desire. You know, yeah. so we're here. We're here, and, and getting getting professional help and direction by people like Joe and. You guys, we're here for you. Um, if you like this content, please feel free to reach out to us on the information below. Um, Joe is in Northern San Diego, and uh, 
He, but he is also global, so you can, we can be accessed by Skype. We can, we can have these sessions set up. Little for Zoom time. sessions here like yeah. we're doing here. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, let us know. And uh, if you'd like to contribute, please feel free to do so. We can keep putting out some great content. And, Joe, this stuff's awesome. I mean, let's, let's keep going and striving from being the ordinary to extraordinary. And please, if you like this stuff, follow us, subscribe to us, share this stuff with your friends. This yeah. is some great stuff. All right, you guys. Take care. Thank you, Harry. God bless. All right. Make this your best day. See you on the other side. All right. All right. Bye-bye.